Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Uh, welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia, and I will be your storyteller for the evening. Uh, I am joined by a wonderful cast of uh, fun people. So we will start our introductions tonight with Austin, who has not been with us for the past couple of weeks. I'm alive. Hi, I'm Austin, and I'm playing Rahab, who is a thing. Starting out strong. Uh, Katie. Hi, my name is Katie. I am playing Mercy Ransom, who is a Toreador tour guide. And Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Catriona, a clan Giovanni uh, lawyer, and just generally trying to see how she can survive this fucking mess. <laughs> you still got that plane ticket to, to Italy? Oh, it is booked. <laughs> Just waiting to hit pay. Uh, Shawnee. Uh, <clears throat> hi, I'm Shawnee, and I'm playing uh, Guaya Vincente, the Asamite sorceress. And I, as a player, just learned that if I'm going to kill a gangrel elder, I need to kill the gangrel elder. I cannot stop at stake. This is true. This is true. I just learned the protein power that can eject stakes. Yep. Uh, and last but not least, Drevian. Hello, I'm Drevian. I play <clears throat> Simon DeLuca, the Malkavian Taylor. All right. And as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights or human rights. Eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court. Anyone else? Uh, Leave the guy where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't pull, don't pull giant stone sarcophagi out of the water. It's a bad. If idea. it's not yours, don't Fucking touch bad it. Bad idea. Look, archaeologists. I know new discoveries are fun, but there's a reason shit was buried. So, <laughs> we we we've joked about a third generation mindset. Leave that under the water, please. Yeah. So, when last we left off. Uh, buckle up. It, a lot of stuff happened last episode. Um, Guire joined Marquez more in a meeting with Sybil, Alexei, and Irene. Uh, Guire learned several bits of important information from the meeting, including confirmation that Alexander Ward, the now former keeper of Elysium, was a Sabbat informant. Elena Giovanni has worked with Sybil along with Jonathan Kellerman and Elena Moreau. Uh, Guire learned that her wife, Azra, has been coerced through one means or another to work as an assassin for the other side. Discussions were had about the entrance of an important part in Sybil's plan to the city at midnight tomorrow, or our current date today. Um, and 
discussed that the truck could be stored in a particular spot in the bayou which Guire provided. Guire then made a show of not properly killing Alexander and then agreed to meet back with Sybil at the same spot in 48 hours for more information uh, about her own coterie. After the meeting was over, more information was eventually learned through a covert phone call set up by Marquez, and the rest of the group gathered the stiffened and mud-caked body of Alexander. With a swift kick to the head. Uh, the group then dispersed and retired for the morning. Each member of the coterie had their own eventful moment before waking for the next night. Mercy had a dream of a bloody battlefield in the act of killing a man and leaving him within the Mississippi River. Simon was given a special task of making a suit jacket specifically for the prince with complete artistic freedom. Cat met a former resident of her now home, or her new home, in the form of Robin, a spirit who was unhappy with the newly invited guests. Threatening to rip her asunder before Robin departed, Cat promised to remove the spirit of Alex, Alex Richards, the body killed by Marquez and Irene, currently residing in Cat's attic. Guire unstaked Alexander and began putting together a plan to figure out what the Tremere did to her wife. Uh, Guire informed Alexander that he has the right to go anywhere within the city, just not to be seen, or they're all dead. Upon waking, the group learned that of the murder, the missing people, and general danger that's happening within the city, 100% caused by Sabat incursion. They then decided it best to go to Elysium um, and catch the prince up on everything that was gathered at the meeting. Assembling there, they all met with Simone and learned that Simone's memories may not be exactly what they should be, possibly being tampered with by a member of her own inner circle. Information that the Camarilla's inner circle's uh, regular 13-year meeting has moved from Venice for the first time in history was divulged. And the group set about a plan uh, to begin talking to the primogens as Simone learned that Jonathan Kellerman, the curator, was at Elysium, which is where we will be picking up tonight. So Simone sets the phone down and looks at the... <clears throat> Sorry, I think we missed what your last couple words were. My apologies. Uh, Simone looks at the four of you, um, having just announced that Jonathan Kellerman has arrived at Elysium. Right. Well, I mean, Elysium is marginally with the with the keeper out. This would fall upon you, Prince, I think. How do you want us to handle this? I mean, we can take our own initiative. I'm sure we're very capable of that. But the sensitive situation is in a sensitive place. I would say that you either set up a meeting elsewhere or make sure that 100% the rules of Elysium stay in order. Uh, 
Pardon my ignorance. What exactly are the rules of Elysium? Don't do any violence at all in any way, shape, or form. Up to and including overt threats. Subtle threats are fine. That's what Elysium is for. Seems for politics, not for war. Hmm. Thoughts, anyone, on where to... In this particular situation, I think it's best if I'm not yet seen with the group of you as a whole. Absolutely. I believe that makes sense. Might this be a Excellent opportunity, though, if we go to Elysium and he's there, we're in a situation that we can be in the same area as him and be relatively safe. Especially if we're trying to put off any sort of impressions or make people think any particular things. I it might don't. Be, it might be worth noting we are at Elysium already. Yeah, we are there. Yeah, we are at Elysium. We are in a, we are in a right. private room right now. Step back. Um, it's all good. I think the bigger concern as far as that goes is well, it might start out that way. This will not be a pleasant or probably entirely verbal interrogation. This is somebody who has been collaborating, we're assuming knowingly. I thought with this about the, the wording was that they're getting information from Kellerman. Correct. They did not say if he was feeding them the information or if he was just unintentionally leaking it. This is true, but there is a not insignificant chance yeah. that it is willing. And if that is the case, it is no longer a pleasant conversation. For safety's sake, it somewhere where for the we sake might, of safe, yeah, for the sake of safety, it's probably best to assume that he's that he's willingly and even basically just on their side entirely. Somewhere where the interview can be a bit more forceful if it needs to is good. And Any if that's ideas? the case. Well, we definitely don't want you out in public with us. You should no, definitely the greater, be at the that greater problem is that if Kellerman has any method of instantly transferring information, if I'm seen with the group of you interrogating him, Sybil learns what I'm doing. And keeping my cover as being friendly to them is very important for keeping anything from ever being from everything from being burnt to the ground. That is fair. What I agree. What methods I, I look at at uh, the prince? What do you know? What methods of communication he uses? If he could get a message instantly, as a rule, is he the, big on phones or is he old school? The madness network. I'm sorry, the what? The Macal the Malkavian curse. We're all part of the derangements is something called the madness network. We're all in some way connected. 
And with how in his head he is, he could probably use it. Or that that'd be how he's un it would also be how he unintentionally be leaking information as he's just bleeding into the madness network and they have him all caveat listening. I'm sorry. I just I have received new information about the world and I wish to confirm this information. Are you saying that your clan of very insightful individuals has a telepathic network that binds all of them, regardless of Camarilla, Sabat, Independent, whatnot? As far as I'm aware, I only know the real basics. I'm not in touch with much of the Malkavians. But, yeah. There's also a rumor that it might be a way for the for Malakap to come back. Um, there are two very slow blinks. <laughs> Simon's like literally Kat. just like, like just kind of contemplatively like looking off, not at anyone in particular. Simon, is there a way for fellow Malkavians who may not be on our side, so to speak, to read your mind? Is that what you're telling us? It depends on how connected you are to the Madness Network. I'm I'm not particularly connected to it. I, like I said, I only know the mere basics of its existence. Not particularly connected to it, or not connected, because those are two very different. From things. what I understand, I don't think any Malkavian is not connected to it. I think the particulars yeah. are whether or not your mind is completely immersed in it. it it's it's a, it's probably the sort of thing. If another Malkavian really wanted to yell at me in my head, they could. But I'm not that far into my head that I'm just leaking information out. But is there a possibility that somebody could be reading your mind without you being aware of it if they're part of this madness network? Potentially. At that at that point, then Kellerman's probably already left Elysium, though. Oh, son of a bitch. Well, considering he just arrived at Elysium, I doubt that's the case. Yeah. The, right. the fact the fact I that I wouldn't I wouldn't have even remotely been able to begin this deception if he was constantly spying on uh on Simon's thoughts. Yeah. I bring it up because of the Unless... ability to instantly give the other people information. With Kellerman being so psychically gifted. Unless. Uh, quick question to the DM. Kellerman is the, it, it was his um, prophecy, yes. Uh, yes. Well, it, no, no, the, the person I had talked to at the fountain, that was his. Oh, yes, it was, it was his kindred, his child. Kind, yeah. Child. And what was her name again? Eliza. Unless <clears throat> their plan is not just to get one person and is to get everyone. No, what I mean is if Kellerman had been able to 
glean information directly from Simon, mm. Sybil would have known by now that I was already working with your group. Yes, and I would she not might... have been able to lie about that. And she might be playing along in order to see how many people she can entrap. This is an ancient, ancient creature. While, she, while I won't deny she's very old and very powerful, I don't think I saw that level of deception from her. I think you're I, severely underestimating. I, oh, but, this is very bad. What I'm reading from this girl is someone who is ultimately angry. And angry people do not typically have the ability to plan that far ahead. I think the only person who's really getting who's really getting things organized is her tall Ventru friend. I think I disagree, but I understand your position. Regardless, it doesn't do us a whole lot of good to speculate on what we don't know. So what do we know? That Kellerman's here and has information that we need. Um, hey, so do we talk to him here or do we take him somewhere else? Uh, so we take him somewhere else. We need a place. Um, I have a question about your madness network. <clears throat> How well connected would a, a vampire and her sire be? For the Madness Network, I <clears throat> offhand probably know more than any other vampire to any other, as far as I'm aware. Like they're kind, of, they're it. It is it is a very individual thing. How connected they are to the Madness Network. Okay. Otherwise, so you'd have to ask a more knowledgeable Malkavian. I spent most of my formative years with a bruja. I'm going to put a pin in that for a moment. <laughs> um, Rahab, why do you ask? Eliza, the girl I spoke with by the fountain. That's her sire. Or okay. He's her sire. I'm Ellerman? not sure. Yeah. So uh, he's leaking information onto this mad with madness network. I don't know if she would be particularly prone to picking it up. She might know. <clears throat> I see your point, and that's my she only seems... concern there. Sorry, go ahead. I was to say she she seems a little bit less invested in the political affairs of vampires as a whole, mm -hmm. which could be to the benefit of trying to communicate peacefully. My only concern there, other than the, the fact that I have no idea how this madness network works. You don't either, don't feel bad. Is 
wonderful. Um, is I feel worse. I legitimately feel worse with that answer. Um, <laughs> that we are trying to, if if Eliza is not in the know about the situation, then we are we're trying to keep this to as few people as possible. Due to the risks and everything. And if she doesn't know, then we're just needlessly telling someone, bring, risking bringing someone into the loop into something that they aren't, which puts her in danger. Is what she if not I ask already in danger? In more, more direct. <laughs> danger oh we're all in danger don't don't let yes. that fool you i, I think I, go ahead what if i ask her but just in the guise of <laughs> asking about the madness network i was hoping to use you to arrange the meeting with kellerman i think kellerman is where we should go first and he's, keep yeah eliza yeah. on the back burner he's as the maybe another gym. route you're the clan member i understand that you are not a very politically placed clan member, but you're still a clan member. I'm sure that carries some weight, more than if a random Giovanni or Cadiff or Toriador went up and, and, and asked for a meeting. We just need to figure out where to have that meeting. Hey, can I ask you some clan secrets? Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know that now you know that <coughs> madness network that I'm probably not supposed to know about. Um I think it would be That's gonna go over great. It'd probably be folly to expect something known as the madness network to behave consistently. This is also probably true. Um You're also talking about the clan curse of a clan of lunatics. Oh, we know we're talking about clan of lunatics. That's just that's just par for the course. We already know that. Where does anybody have a have a good location for a place that might be isolated, able to be able to be used if things if the interview becomes a little more forceful? Is there's um, a is there's a cemetery about a mile down the road? How public is it? Is there a chance that there's going to be another Alex Reynolds wandering through? No, because at the time period this takes place, almost all the cemeteries in New Orleans are closed to the public. That if they don't have <laughs> if they don't have freaking really big, really strong locks, that doesn't necessarily matter. No, Spurs, but Alex wasn't in the team. cemetery. Yeah, you have to remember Alex was killed on the sidewalk outside the cemetery. Is it possible to get into one of the crypts? Oh, the mausoleums? Yeah. That would be delightfully useful. Yeah. Simon, do you think you can arrange something like that with him? I feel like a meeting in a mausoleum in a nearby cemetery is suitably Malkavian. Certainly sounds Malkavian to me. I mean, it's just New Orleans, and I. 
storyteller does does Simon even have a way to get a hold of him? I mean, he's here. You can just go talk yeah, to him. Just go yeah, walk up that's to sure. Him. And, you know, walking up to somebody at Elysium and say, hey, I would like to talk to you here instead of here does not, uh, is not out of the ordinary for your kind. That's not out of the ordinary me. for any of you. That is say. Well, you're telling me a vampire slowly walking up to another vampire and going, hey, meet me at this location is completely normal? Uh, yeah, how yeah. dare you? <laughs> this is right. news to Simon. He doesn't do this shit. Come on. Suspension of disbelief, guys. He does Just now. don't do what one of my La Sombra antique <laughs> reviews did at one point, which is ask for a private meeting with the prince and then ask that the cameras be turned off because he has very important information to deliver. Because that's when the Asamite slaughters the uh, murders the prince and escapes out, leaving you alone in the room with the dead prince. Ah, you asked for the cameras to be turned off, and that gave the assassin his in. Oh, that's do the that. story. Turn off the cameras. Simon can have another snack. But no, yeah. If quit giving Simon ideas. <laughs> I think if you can arrange that, we can certainly be wherever you want us to be. Are you certain, Simon, that you're not actually a blood a, a curse-free Asamite with their with their curse, which is to always go for blood if you can? <laughs> to always diablerize if you can. I haven't tried to eat any of you yet. That's On that note, can you go talk to your imagen? All right. The Malkavian, not the Brua. I am not I am taking that pin out at some point and we are examining that. It was not it was it wasn't the Bruha Primogen. Malkavian Never Primogen mind. Go. now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I instead of walking out the door, he actually Simon walks over to the human that slumped on the ground. <laughs> grab like grabs him by the shoulders, picks him up, and like slaps him awake. You get a oh shit, boss! I'm so sorry. Uh, nope, I that is perfectly fine. I have to do something, but oh. I want you before we leave. Um, protect the. Double checks the measurements on the prince, on our lovely prince here, particularly the shoulders. It's just a suit jacket, so like the, the shoulders need to like really make sure they fit well. Simone stands up and just sort of T-poses. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh and story. Uh, sorry, really quick. Storyteller, where am I on progress? Because it's been a couple of weeks. Where am I on plan uh, Chantry? Uh, you discussed it with Alexander last night. Um, so Has he gotten back to you with any details of getting access to the Chantry? You have gotten no messages from him. Okay. As, of, as of yet. I will hold off on this. Because he's been awake for a whopping like four hours. Yeah, no, it's not been long. Also, your uh, 
your... I got a message that Alex showed up at the tailor shop. Yet. Actually, no. Uh, your assistant's phone loudly goes off, and he sort of fumbles with his pocket. Uh, apparently, we've got a, a visitor. Ah, good. Well, if it's who we think it is, that shouldn't be a problem. And... It better not be a problem. Okay. He, he has me on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will begin measuring Simone. And Simon will leave him to measure Simone. Well, once go Simon, find a Malkavian. Once Simon is gone, uh, uh, Cat will just look around. They like a pillow on a on uh, on 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 a couch or something. Um, uh, Prince, do you do you mind if I briefly use this? She will shake her head, <laughs> puts up to face, and screams. screams into it for a good thirty seconds, and then puts it down calmly. Does she does feel not. better. Do you feel better? Pre- you know. A little, honestly. A little there bit. therapists among the vampires? <clears throat> I would think with all of the trauma of centuries of horrifying things happening to and around you that uh, psychology would be a, 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 a more common pursuit. Unfortunately, the most common psychiatrists among the vampires are usually either Malkavians themselves or Toreadors. That I can confirm. Also, the usual outlet is simply violence. Maybe that's violence the works violence wonders. Beginning of violence. No, the problem is there is a ravening monster in each and every one of us who wants to get out and do nothing but eat and feed. I feel like the yes. Simon's assistant would probably pipe up about something about Brewer Haas being particularly violent. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he does sort of make an offhand comment about that. <laughs> about halfway through the comment. Um, <laughs> cat just turns, locks eyes with him, work, and I'm going to dominate. <laughs> <laughs> the bad part is, this poor bass is probably like, so confused and afraid that it, work, work, it's work. just already. Work, work, work. <laughs> Okay, so that's going to be a... That's going to be a, yep, a dominate uh, one. What's his willpower? Uh, four. Four? All right. Hopefully I don't... Uh, four. Good enough. Yep, he just... Hey. And just goes back to work. The funny part, all I can imagine yeah. is like, Nothing actually changes because he was still working the entire time. Just look at look at look at, at Mercy. <laughs> now I feel better. That's good. Self-care is important. Yes. Um, so I have one final question for all of you before you leave. Uh, what is uh, who wants to go? And be with Destiny and his group. 
I'll tell you what. For the conversation? What conversation? No. Well, there's a Verstappen, Verstappen, the incoming convoy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that conversation. Yes. Tell you what. My being there lets me take advantage of the situation on both ends. If I can either A, make sure nobody survives that encounter, or B, if someone does survive, I can make a show of getting them away from being murdered. It'll either make sure that nobody gets out or cement me further as a as a double agent. I think that sounds like a great idea. Does. Mainly because I don't want to do it. Mm, it I feel dangerous. I feel like I should be if these are happening at roughly the same. When is that happening again? It is supposed to arrive at midnight. And right now, it is what time? Uh, it's about 8.30 okay. at this point. So we should probably be done with our conversation with Mr. Kellerman by that point. Um, yeah, I'll go. Okay. Do, do I need to be hidden in a back alley somewhere? Might not be a bad idea. Have you and Rehab, I'm sure this is not necessarily going to be your cup of tea. But it might be good to have you there at least to get people out of the to safety if that needs to be the case. Well, if you're looking at uh Preventing uh, damage to the innocent bystanders. Absolutely. Yes. If worse comes to worse, you can turn on that thing you do. Just far from fucking me. I'm not turning anything on. <sighs> Simone would just sort of raise an eyebrow but say nothing. Well, the precious turns of phrase are highly amusing. Can we get moving? Yes. Yes. Please. So, Simon, you <sighs> exit the meeting room and you find Jonathan Kellerman currently just sort of blank staring at a painting, a goblet of blood in his hand. And he's just sort of got his head cocked up at it. Simon steps up beside him and also just examines the painting. Uh, it is a piece by a local artist um, called When the Levee Breaks, a callback to the song and Katrina. Um, it, the city of New Orleans overflowed with a river of blood and a blackened sun.
Interesting, isn't it? How they can almost figure things out. Given enough time and enough chances, and even a blind man can solve a puzzle. True, but not all the pieces need to fit in the correct spots. What can I do you for, brother? I've been more and more curious about a clan thing that might be better talked about not in a more populous area. You'll nod. Are you wanting to speak another night, or are you wanting to speak at the current time? Well, if you're free, then now could be good. I can be free. I can be free. All right. I know on the way in to the gallery, there is a there is a um, cemetery. Might we have go for a stroll through there? Have our chat. That works for me. He will um, give a sharp whistle, which will make several people in the room jump. Um, and then. Dressed in a shin-length white sundress with a blue <clears throat> half jacket, um, hair up in a messy bun, brown hair, brown-eyed individual just sort of comes skipping along and stops beside Jonathan. Does someone have any idea who the hell this is? Uh, no. No, you do not. The other ship we have to take. She, the, the woman will sort of rock back and forth almost as if she's seeing the words in her head. Okay. Would I not be left alone? Am I in trouble? I don't think I did anything wrong. Are you testing me? Do you want me to be upset? And Jonathan will just reach out and put a hand on her shoulder and she will just sort of visibly reel back for a half second. We're going so that we can speak to one of our brothers in private. You've done nothing wrong. She'll just sort of slowly nod. I'm Eliza, and she will reach out her hand to you. Simon will 
hasn't hasn't until you reach out a hand and shake like and shake her hand. So it's wonderful to meet you, and it's wonderful to meet you, Eliza. My name is Simon, and he'll compliment her outfit with like the the little particular points as someone who works with outfits a lot would pick out. So, um, are we leaving now? Are we? Jonathan will nod. Lead the way. Simon, with like a bow of his head, will turn and start towards the door. So, let me as the storyteller who is trying to work this out. The rest of your group is wanting to meet you there. Yeah. Pretty sure. Okay. That was the plan, yes. Yes, correct. uh, Guire is probably going to head up to meet with Destiny ahead of time because, again, Guire should not be seen by Kellerman. Correct. Unless something happens before they get to the door. Simon will hold open the door for them. It's like, oh, that's right. Let me shoot a message to my assistant so that I don't get left here several miles from the French Quarter. And we'll shoot off a text informing, informing the assistant that Simon's going for a stroll at the cemetery. Okay. He will, uh, you will not get a message back. Doesn't expect such. The real question is, is Dominate still in effect? Uh, yes. Two to six, uh, yeah, I think it's only gonna, it's not gonna be for that long, but. <laughs> because he's been instructed to work, and. Otherwise, he might mention that Simon's leaving already. Yeah, that is not actively brought up. Um, I would assume that we would have left pretty much straight away, because if we were trying to be there before them, was that not the plan? It is the plan. So I'm assuming we would have just gone to the graveyard straight away. Yep. Yeah. Are we hiding in the graveyard or are we just hanging out? Or are we just hiding hanging in out in a mausoleum? Knowing, knowing New Orleans graveyards, we, there are probably plenty of places we can just stand behind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like several rows of the, of. Yeah. Small mausoleums. There's, it's a whole maze I, fucking thing. Yeah. No, this one's not so much a maze. This is it's an. This is at one of the newer cemeteries in New Orleans, so it is fairly well laid out. It's mm-hmm. mostly like three long rows with some connecting yards yep. in between them. There's also only a handful of large enough buildings to have to accommodate multiple people. So, 
our group, the majority of our group makes their way to uh, St. Louis Cemetery number three. Uh, Guayar makes her way towards the causeway. Which is a Okay, I was right. It's about a 15-minute drive. Yep. So, I would like dex and stealth rolls of difficulty 7 from everyone who is going to be hiding in mausoleums or around mausoleums or on top of mausoleums. Dex and stealth. Oh, good. I'm very good at dex and stealth. Was that convincing? No. Good. You get an A for effort. Uh, I will, once we get there, I will spend a couple... Difficulty what? Spend a couple blood points to get me up to dex. Uh, Difficulty of six. Uh, Six, Okay. You're going to spend some blood points on it? Yeah, two blood points to get my decks up to five. Okay. Um, the, the real fun part of this, like I said, there's only a few that are big enough for, like, multiple people. A lot of them are, like, individual or urn-sized. Good God. So there's not a lot of good hiding wants to hide on or behind. Oh, mercy. Uh, it, yeah. There is a seven in there. It's not an actual box. Okay. Um... I mean, as we're going there, I would probably want to ask about the last group. If he does bring Eliza with him, would that present an issue with trying to have your discussion with him? Maybe I could intercept them and see if I could break Eliza off before you have your talk. That would be, and then I won't make judgmental faces at the various discussion methods that you choose to partake in. See, we're a group. We, we're getting along. We are compromising. I appreciate this. Yes, my what rustic, like my my what rustic yet yes. beautiful architecture. I think I will examine it more closely. That oh. would be a fantastic idea. Yes. All right. So instead of hiding, um, Rahab is going to be just wandering the graves. Okay. You know, looking at them, and then hopefully I can play intercept and maybe distract from the vampire standing T pose behind a gravestone. <laughs> I'm doing a hide. <laughs> To be fair, there are no gravestones, though. See, no, the thing is, the Toreadors are dramatic enough that I could see the 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 Kronk stealth, the like the, the doing your own stealth music. <laughs> I like the idea of I like the idea that Mercy was like, all right, I'm gonna hide in this door frame of, of this mausoleum. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is the door frame that is facing the street, and she doesn't think about it. You you said Toreador being dramatic and all I could think of was um like in 
like a goth Toreador is like their their idea of hiding is pretending to be the Corpus Christi on a cross. No, I got it. I got it. I got it, y'all. <laughs> I try like I'm just gonna assume there's a you know there's gargoyles somewhere, and I'm gonna try to like copy the pose of one of the gargoyles and just like jump up on a gravestone or on a mausoleum and like pretend to be a gargoyle. I love this so much. Amazing. <laughs> I do not know if there's any gargoyles. St. Louis Cemetery number three. There is now. Anything, apparently. <laughs> It'd be a grotesque, actually, because I'm assuming there's no water. Fair. You know what, Rahab? This is why nobody invites you to parties. <laughs> <laughs> it, I it makes have me a dream <laughs> group that I get together with every week. <laughs> Don't it's only a gargoyle if it's a water fixture. It, it it does make me a little bit sad because a lot of the Catholic cemeteries in New Orleans have a 3D tour of them. St. Louis number three does not. No. That's but it does have, I mean, Google Maps does have some pretty okay. good pictures. We're talking yeah. about vampires in New Orleans. Can we just take a little bit of liberty and say there might be grotesques <laughs> in a fucking cemetery? <laughs> <laughs> it works. You, you can you can uh, you can grotesque on this on the roof of a mausoleum. <laughs> there is a good ten minute lag uh, between Kellerman and Simon arriving at the uh, cemetery behind all of you. Okay. Uh, Eliza is in tow. She is ever so slightly behind, walking step, step, skip, step, skip, step, step, skip, in repeating order. And as you cross the threshold of the cemetery Kellerman takes a look at you and just sort of waves an arm and says pick Simon will jester gesture yeah Simon will be a jester now okay Simon will gesture with his arm to one that's like like a well enough away that you don't hear the sounds of the outside road. Okay. Since this is off of pretty major roadway. He will indulge you and walk with you. Rahab, are you going to attempt to intercept or... At this... Um... So they're in the so they're in the cemetery and they're going towards one of the mausoleums. Yes. Um. How hard would it be for me to casually end up in between? Yeah, like just sort of casually get be between them and the mausoleum. Um. Not appear, okay. I want I want it to appear sort of happenstance, but um, I will. You know, once I once. It appears that they've seen me. I will at that point uh, look up and notice notice Eliza intentionally, if you will, 
to approach. So it looks like I'm just wondering, they see me, then I see them. And I'm like, oh, I have seen this woman before kind of thing. Give me a charisma and we'll do expression roll. Okay. Difficulty five. One day I'm going to learn how to do that fancy thing where it actually shows successes and stuff. So three, Until then, three successes. Good. Okay. So yeah, you are believable. You are believable enough that it is random happenstance that you happen to be here. Okay. And I will um, immediately approach and go, Oh, Eliza, excellent to see you here. And you would be, I say, looking at uh, the keeper, her sire then, I'm assuming she spoke of? Yes. Um, he, will, he, he will sort of tug his glove up just a bit and extend a gloved hand. I will shake it and nod. And I will say, indicating... Because I've never, I have not been seen by these individuals with. I no. haven't seen, I haven't actually been with Simon no. basically at all. So <laughs> no. I'm safe. And I'll say, indicating uh, Simon, this is. I am Simon DeLuca of Clan Malkavian. I also run a clothing store in the French Quarter. <coughs> If you're Excellent. ever looking for anything, something more ostentatious, you're more than welcome to stop by. I, I actually sew myself. Oh, do you? I find the modern styles to be a little ostentatious at times. Good for many, but not for myself. Fair enough. I also do more historical styles. Interesting. I might want to see what sort of stuff you do. Uh, Certainly. And Simon will reach into a pocket and pull out a business card. I'll take it and nod. I will look at Eliza. Here on business, or do you have a moment? She will look at Jonathan... Who will look at her, look at you, look you up and down. And then turn back to Eliza and give her, give her a small nod. To which she grabs your hand and skips off with you. I will merrily uh, join, this, join her. Just two vampires skipping through a graveyard. Yep. <laughs> As you do. Almost silently, to be a... un- hidden wherever wherever she uh, she is. Cat's like, it fucking worked. <laughs> so Jonathan begins leading the way again. And as he enters the mausoleum, 
he walks to the far side and plants his back against it. So, exactly what did you want to know? Simon walks in and sets where probably an urn supposed to be setting. Um, I have not spent much time around the clan. I'm aware. And the thought of the Madness Network keeps coming to mind. Mm-hmm. And You're called by the spider web. I figured the leader of our clan here in the city would be the best to talk to about it. Are you... What exactly are you seeking? Do you wish just to know what it is or how to access it? Because one is more difficult than the other. Mostly what it is, maybe how to access it. Well, if the stories of the Nodists are to be believed, our antediluvian, Malkov, in a fit of Brilliant lunacy. Clarity. Pure clarity. It gave in to the derangements that was bequeathed upon him. Dissolving himself into consciousness streamed throughout all of his bloodline. Some believe it is a way that he might step into the skin of another Malkavian and walk amongst us at night again. Others simply believe it a boon for communication, shared prophecies, coordination. And some such as yourself aren't so tapped in. So it's same. But it's just like all of us have our own derangements. I'm not exactly the most mentally connected to others. He will nod. He will just almost subconsciously tug his gloves up again. That being said, using it Instruction on use is a rather difficult thing. I'm currently attempting with Eliza, but she's very hesitant to fully give in to our side of everything. 
she's still holding on to a lot of that uh, spark of humanity. Some kindred do for some, for their reasons, I suppose. Hmm. Why stick and stick with and bolster a society that will reject you as soon as it knows what you are or attempt to hold on to a past that is so foreign to you it doesn't seem like it's your own memories? Why... And you'll just kind of laugh. Why does a wolf have to walk among sheep? And you will just sort of blink a few times. Forgive me. Um, No, no. Why? Why would? Why should? Why should we? Why should I care of the for the whims of a society that rejected me before becoming a monster why care for the whims of a society that I can use instead the kind are cattle some members of our organization don't see it that way Certainly. You said it could be used for like coordinating and communicating. To what yes. ex- how to what extent does that work? Well You're trying to you had said you were trying to um chat with Eliza. Ah, yes, I was trying to instruct her on how to use it. it. It's almost as if you're thinking your thoughts outside your body. But it's very difficult to teach. How does one describe... How does one describe a sunset to those who... are blind... How does one teach creativity? Does does Simon know how old how old (coughs) Carmen is? How old uh, Kellerman is? Yeah. Um, Give me a wits and streetwise difficulty seven. You can reduce this by your dots of status. Wits streetwise difficulty seven. What are my dots of status? You should have two if I believe if I remember correctly. Yes. So difficulty five. Three, Three successes. successes. Um Kellerman is of the ninth generation. Um Kellerman was turned sometime in the late 1800s before the turn of the century, but after the Civil War. Okay. 
it it kind of to me it sounds almost like radio like you're not just bouncing the sound inside of your yourself but letting it be broadcast that does make sense there's a fitting analogy does it just do you just put does it just go out to anyone that can hear it then or oh you can do it one of two ways you can either full broadcast and whoever decides to listen in will listen in um which through more forceful ways you can make that um mandatory we'll say and the other is pure focused and much more difficult which is direct one-to-one and at that moment in your head you will start hearing piano music For instance, Simon goes in response in response to the piano music. Simon will just kind of conjure the image of a waterfall of blood and just like like he'll visualize it in his head as like bouncing around inside his head, and then like it just goes out like a radio. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's a role associated with this. <laughs> I have no idea. Um for the time being, give me Manipulation and Occult, difficulty seven. Occult. All right, I zoned out for a minute. It's suddenly very quiet. <laughs> Did I oh, miss something? You're good. You're good. No. There's roles going on. Yeah, there's a... It, it's <laughs> for one of those interesting roles. We're trying to decide how rolling for the <clears throat> abstract... <throat> the abstract um, lore bit that is the Madness Network. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I might have any option of arguing that might help. Offhand, what comes to mind is using, oh. like, would my high level of craft help with the creative aspect that of it? Uh, it is actually sending messages requires a wits and awareness roll, difficulty six. Okay. Wits. <clears throat> awareness. 
difficulty six. Two successes. Two successes. <clears throat> okay. Which is funny because my manipulation occult would have actually had more dice to that pool. Yep. It would have been better, but that's okay. Um, so. He will just sort of look up to the left. As I forget which way is left. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I would say you now know how to do it, but as we all know, one-time flukes are a thing. So why don't you show me your earliest memory? Simon will paint a picture of this old brick, like old brick house of walking into this old brick house and seeing a, a late, a woman there with very light skin cutting fabric. Okay, go ahead and give me your. Um, I already lost it. Uh, wits and awareness, awareness. roll to six. Two successes. Two successes. Good. Good. Now, is there anything else that you need from me? This is about the time the cat's going to start walking. Yep. Personally, I don't think so. This has been quite insightful. One other thing, uh, Ramajan. Hello. Hello. I I don't believe that we have uh, formally met yet. Uh, Catriona Giovanni. Jonathan Kellerman, many call me the curator. Yes, that's what I've heard. Um, just one other question, which is, are you intentionally or unintentionally providing the Sabbat with information about this, things that they can use for an invasion within the next few days? Well, that was blunt. He will just sort of like a few <clears throat> when he blinks, Simon wants to like try to pay attention. Like it's one, one of the two. Simon will one be using will have like when Cat walked in, have um aura perception. And then when he starts blinking like that, we'll See if Simon can tune in to him trying, like, trying to put out into the Madness Network. 
Um, well, looking at him, you see that uh, general pale aura that is about him. Um, light green flashes through his aura. And his aura also begins to look like white noise. Which means he is, for those following along at home, means he is distrustful and anxious. Keep in mind, I do feel compelled as a professional courtesy to inform you that whatever information you do provide will be going to the proper authorities as you provide it. All right, then. Uh, I'm sorry, what were the two options again? Are you willingly or Actually, we'll put it at three options. Are you willingly, knowingly under duress, or unknowingly providing important information about Camarilla placements, resources, forces, locations, etc. to the invading Sabat force? that is gathering and preparing. I just wanted to make sure. Yes, that's exactly what I heard. And his face kind of go, kind of slacks. Was it Elena? Is she the one who sold me out? Yes. I figured never trust a two-time Toreador bitch. <sighs> he reaches into a oh, back. No, I I didn't say this before, but I had meant to. Thus, what was what what I had said previously is implied. Uh, her phone is her phone is currently recording this whole conversation. Okay. So he will reach into his back pocket and pull out a gun. Oh, do we really need to go this route? I'm sure we can solve this like adults. Yes, but that means one of two things. Either we handle this reasonably or we murder each other because that's what adults often do. So some clarification would be good. Kellerman. Yes. You... The Sabat have a Malkavian, don't they? Oh, they have plenty. I mean, you, I wouldn't you, know. Do you think you can kill me before I broadcast to the entire city that you're a traitor? 
he will just slowly turn his head, just angle it up while looking at you. Do you think Elena would take kindly to us already knowing that you've that you're working with them? You could kill us, but that doesn't save you. He'll pocket his gun again. You have one, if I may say, as somebody who has handled similar situations in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm a lawyer. Your You have one good option here that gives you a remote chance, and that is complete and total cooperation. Technically, you do have one other option. I feel I feel obliged to point out, which is you could try to run, but consider what is going on in this city. What is about to happen in this city I assume that you know and wonder if you can truly run after that happens if there's anywhere you can run to here's what I can make a deal with you on I think that myself Simon and others would be willing to speak to the prince on behalf of your childer and make sure that she is kept clear of this. Because when it comes to something like this, you know that suspicion is going to fall to anybody that's associated with you. I'm well aware, he will say, looking at Simon. So if that matters, I'm not sure if it does. But if that matters, we can talk to the prince and make it clear that she has no involvement in this. To be clear, does she have involvement in this? Eliza's an infant. I had to at least ask. Simon not looking at like knowing that like caught that um, Kellerman looked at him but not looking back at Kellerman you know with how on edge the the prince has been if the primogen of a clan has been so distrustful that might also just bring the wrath down on the entire clan would that be very responsible of you as the primogen you might not agree with the Camarilla's ideals all the time, but do you want to make the entire clan suffer for it? Very altruistic of you. Is it? In my eyes, yes. But that being said, no, I do not wish for all of the Malkavians in the city or surrounding territories to be 
handled because of my misdeeds. Out of character. The only reason Simon brings that up is because there's already enough reasons for Simon to be blood hunted right. without wanting to purge Clan Mulgavian too. <laughs> Wonderful. I just feel like I'm still hanging out in the rafters, yep. honestly. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Mercy's okay. just a grotesque on the mausoleum across the street now. In case he suddenly changes his mind and violence ensues. You're our secret weapon. God, you're standing you're standing outside ready to call the prince before he can kill us. I I, I feel like I'm more likely to like like he starts to run out the door and I like jump down and tackle him to the ground. Oh, one hundred percent. And then make a phone call. Simon, would you mm-hmm. mind making a phone call? I don't think everything considered we should be walking the distance that it would take to get where we're going to need to get. I don't think that would be safe for anybody. If we can arrange some transport with the, shall we say, Royal Constabulatory, that might be useful. Simon pulling out his phone. I could. But could it be also a show of good faith that Kellerman's the one to tell the prince? Like looking at Kat. Like that is my that that's where I want to take him. Oh no, I mean like specifically on the phone call. Oh. I mean, like sure, a, a if she wants to speak with us, she can speak with us, but that I, I'm not opposed to that. Okay. Simon dials up the prince's number. Does Simon even have the prince's number? <laughs> I feel like at this point, uh, most, of the, most of the coterie has the prince's number yeah. of some variety. Yes, you do. Okay. It was going to be either that or <laughs> calls up the assistant. And the assistant very confusedly just hands the phone over to the prince. There so, are yeah. three rings. And then Simonoru. Good evening, prince. This is Simon. And been having a chat with Kellerman. Would you like to hear from him what he has to say or from me? If he is actively willing to admit what he has done, then I would love to speak to him. Certainly. Simon, like, takes the phone from his hand, holds out, and just puts it on speakerphone. I'm going to pull out my phone while, while that conversation is going on, and Simone is going to get a, uh, a text from Katriana saying um, uh, Elena is in on it, too. Because that's what, that, what he said, so. Yep. But so Simon's holding out the phone. I just want her to have that information so that when he's like, yeah, I know Elena turned me in, 
<laughs> Simon, you hold up that phone, that that beacon of destruction for uh as I forget his name. Uh Jonathan. I also forgot Jonathan. That's why I keep calling him Kellerman. My prince. Uh I hope the evening finds you well. Let me be the first to say that uh, I truly am sorry for the way things have been going down in the city. And I, I desperately hope that we can put aside our differences and continue to work together. That being said, I should potentially inform you that I have been Working with an with a Methuselah known as Sybil for the Sabbat. I welcome whatever punishment you find worthy. And the silence that comes from the other phone. You 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 kind of have to check to see if if she hung up because it just sort of hangs in the air a couple of moments. Thank you for telling me this. You will report to me when you are finished speaking. To this coterie and we will deal with your punishment accordingly click well then Kellerman shall we head back to Elysium mm. see I could run but that almost seems foolish at this point I assume yes. there's 20 or 30 of you hiding in the rafters somewhere. Oh, absolutely. And that's not a, and that's discounting that Simone's not so angry to just call a blood hunt on you. And then you have to get out of the city before someone else finds you. Oh, oh, the prince wouldn't be foolish enough to call a blood hunt this close to the inner circle coming. No, no. No, but she does seem more and more testy these days. She could be as testy as she wants. Unfortunately, bad attitudes and hurtful words cannot change the actions of the past. And he will begin walking towards the exit of the mausoleum. Walking right alongside. So as we walk, let's talk. What we need to know, primarily, um, what, how best to phrase this, um, what do you know of Sybil's 
What did Sybil bring into the city? And we know that there's forces and armies of 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 Sabat, but there's one thing in particular. Well, we know about Chernabog, uh, uh, but there's something else coming in. It's, it's at this point, Mercy climbs down from the the top of the mausoleum. What is it that she calls dad? Or whatever the hell she's calling it. I don't remember. You mean essentially? Yeah. Um, it's quite simple. It, it's, it's really as simple as you think it is. If civil Sybil succeeds, the latter half of the United the lower half of the United States will cease to exist. Oh well, I say that's pretty good motivation. All of the death of all humans and vampires or or what? Or the Yugaton Peninsula type of cease to exist. How and why? Is her success contingent upon that happening? I'm assuming it would be something that wakes up her father. We can always make another phone call to the prince if you feel a little unmotivated. Oh, we're, no. we're, we're in talking point at this point, I think. No, you see... Sybil doesn't need to wake up her father. She keeps misspeaking, or at least as far as I am aware, or as far as the forces have informed me. Okay. Her father's awake. He just can't come here. Why is that? Well, because our kind is not supposed to walk through the void in the abyss. Isn't I'm sorry. Some part of the La Sombra clan was it? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mister Kellerman. Or the Abyss. Yes. Are you? That is a vague enough term that I don't want to assume. When you say the abyss, what do you mean? The Catholics call it purgatory. I believe some in your corner call it oblivion. Oh, fuck me. The underworld. Yes. Oh, is that all? The Lysambra clan antediluvian is in the underworld right now, awake and just ready to tromp out. So 
so their plan is to bring his body to the city and use the inner circle to pull him back from the underworld? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. As far as the whisperings and the voices are telling me, she will have to heal a doorway. And then she can wake him. They're back and forth on that. Heal a doorway. Heal a doorway? Yes. Those are their words, not mine. You said the whispers. Are you... Is this what other Malkavians are telling you? Yes. What information have you provided? Uh, Well, when I learned from Elena when the inner circle would be entering the city that I told directly to Sybil. She's really something else. It's one way to put it. If I can ask a personal question here, to the best of your knowledge, how's my aunt involved in all of this? And I have a feeling I'm going to get some kind of answer here that I'm expecting. I don't like it. I didn't hear your question. You were asking what he's going to get out of it? What? No, no. What is... What... What is Sybil using my aunt for? And I have a feeling I know what the answer is to some degree. I just need to hear it. Your aunt has provided several locations around the city where convoys and bodies could be stored. uh, Along with help in locating a certain specific item. Which item? The doorway. It's an item. Yes. What kind? What do you know? What it is? No, that I don't know. It's it's Des Handmere from the Terminus Tendency, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're in the wrong state for that. It's small enough to move around. Mm-hmm. I would suggest that potentially under duress. Oh, no, this might inform you what the item is. Who would inform us what the item is? Elena Giovanni. Have you seen what the item is? No. It's not in the city. Okay. It's just called the doorway? That's all I've known it to be called. But that's from the words of a Malkavian, so... That could be anything. Elena will give us... Elena will give us the answers we need. He'll reach into his pocket and grab a cell phone. 
There's about two hours till it gets to the city. You can have your conversation or you can try and stop it. I don't have time for this. Um, hold on just a second. Um, where's my where where's my necromancy powers? Here we go. Um, cat pulls out uh pulls out her 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 scalpel. Mm-hmm. Runs it across her hand, flings it at fl- fl- flings some blood at at uh, uh, a Kellerman, and I am using uh, whatever it's called, the, uh, 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 rigor mortis. Ah, okay. Uh, I forget what is the role for that. Uh, it is. I spend a willpower point and roll intelligence medicine difficulty seven. Each success freezes the target in place for one turn. Okay. Um. Did I say it was intelligence medicine? Yep. Uh, right in here. Uh, rigor mortis, <laughs> difficulty seven. Uh, spend my willpower point. Um, that's one turn. Was, uh, that is. Two turns because you spend a willpower. No, no, you have to spend a willpower point. Willpower to activate. Oh, okay. okay. To activate. Got yeah. Got it. Okay. Which upon seeing seeing um him freeze up, stake Simon him. will yeah, Simon will move to stake him. Okay. Um go ahead and roll me the it's the athletics or it's uh strength melee, correct? Something I, like that. Dex melee. Dex melee, yeah. Okay. Dex, dex, dex melee, it's a strength weapon, strength plus one. Uh, you get plus two if you're staking him from behind. Difficulty nine. Is there a lower difficulty because he's held? Can I use my intelligence and science to tell, like, get, like, just kind of, like, run the stake up his ribs and find the spot between the ribs where uh, the heart would be? Doing so would take a round. And we only have a turn. Okay. Um, would would paralysis lower that difficulty at all or provide any more bonus dice? I will lower it to eight. We'll take it. Uh, honestly, I, if... Um, can I use a blood point to raise my dexterity? Yes. Okay. So you were going to say, Shawnee? I was going to say it, it. Depending on where people are at, um, I don't know if um, Bull Mercy might be able to assist or even do it herself. I don't know how Mercy's deck stacks, but as a Toriador, she is the one that can take celerity very easily. I do have. <clears throat> I mean, you can both attempt this. Yeah, that's true. One of us puts the stake where it goes, and if yeah, that's not enough, the other one just, other one just stomps home. on it. Yeah. yeah. Um. What's As the role? Dexterity melee, and you can add your celerity to it. And how do I add the celerity to it? 
Uh, just add a number of dots equal to your celerity rank. Oh, let's see what Simon does real quick. Three successes. Add that in the rule. Uh, it'll be one of your di- like uh, at the end of the rule selection. There's like discipline number, and it's whichever one you have put your celerity in in the list. Oh, I see. Like for me, it's discipline too because the second one down on my list of disciplines. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Where did I put that? Anyways, Simon gets three successes. Done. So strength plus three. Oh, it is three. Yeah, you right because because the, the the stake itself is plus one. Strength and strength and dex. It's dex and melee for the initial attack, and then successes will add to your strength for damage. Strength. Six. This one, four. Difficulty seven. Four, Difficulty eight. Ten. Mm-hmm. Two. Right, let's see how this... Probably how that only works. two successes, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. Damn! That's two successes, though, so that's going to be... If you if you try it again as well, you get your strength plus, uh, plus two. Yep. So roll, roll your strength plus two for damage to figure out how far, how well you managed to try and stake him. The, the stake's pretty well in his chest. It just needs now to get stomped the rest of the way. Uh, actually, if you want to roll two more d10s real quick to see if you get more successes for the for the flanking stake because you're stabbing him from behind. Okay. Because that can improve your roll. That can, that can improve your odds. Oh yeah, that would have been a thing. Is that? Oh, that might might have that. Right? So. Yeah, yeah, you slash roll two d ten. Slash R works as well. <laughs> Makes it worse, actually. <clears throat> so it'll be strength plus one. Yep. Is there any bonus for the stake? The, the stake itself is plus one. That's why it's plus one. Yeah. Got it. If both of them are trying this at the same time, would their would their damage successes potentially be cumulative? That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay, so she only needs one success, though. Yes. So, uh, Mercy, go ahead and roll your strength plus one for how much okay, damage sorry. that state deals. Strength okay. plus one. Yeah. Can I just click on that? How about... I'm sorry, y'all. It's all right. You're good. Uh, you can make a roll in your roll sheet that is just your strength plus one. Like I can do strength on both? Like you just make it strength and nothing else? Like you oh. can change ability to none? Hi, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, there's none there. there the plus bottom. one. Yeah. Modifiers plus one. There's a modifier of one, yeah. And difficulty that's difficulty six. Six, okay. Uh, the Shit. pain. Is your strength only one? 
Yeah. Mm. Damn it. So close. I should do something about that. Uh, uh, Mercy can't come through in the clutch. Well, hold on. Am I misremembering celerity from this edition? Because I believe you can take an extra attack. Uh, you can, but if you do, you lose the dot of celerity for every action for every extra action you're taking. Okay. So the stake is somewhat in, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm stomping on it. Go for it. Go for it. He's on the ground. It's in it. Boom. All right. So the now you have the willpower to stomp on it. Good work, guys. Good teamwork. Uh, the three of you pile on. Just one of you needs to get it in the rest of the way. Come yep, on. Yep. 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 <laughs> Spend a willpower uh, on this dex melee. Dip eight. Dex melee. Ugh, I need my willpower. My dex is already five. I'm fine. Fair enough, yeah. Um, Go for it. Dex. uh, And you use a knife. I assume your melee's got at least one dot in it. I believe so. Let's see. Um, Nope. (laughs) That scalpel's for show. The scalpel scalpel is for her rituals. Um, She she uses, she she beats people up uh, and shoots them. So, uh, Dex. Melee. Come on. Come on. Drive it home, cat. Drive it home. Not larceny. What the fuck are you melee? Let me let me let me purloin the stake into your heart. Motherfuck. Wait, wait, wait. That was Wait. strength. That's strength. Oh, that was strength. Okay. <laughs> Bosh. Because I was like, how do I only have two dice? <laughs> one. Yay. All right. Strength roll plus one. Damage. You need one more That's damage. Come on. Come on. I'm just going to. Three dice. Get one more success. Uh, Three. Yeah, I've got three dice. Uh, Seth Rollins, a stake. I've got him. <laughs> Seth Rollins hey. is a WWE wrestler whose finisher is the curb stomp. I'm aware. So. I'm aware. Oh. Yeah, she just walks up <laughs> and just stomps it down in and is like, pick him up if we care. We need to get to my aunt now. Simon, having had his hand stomped on from holding the stake, <laughs> will just move his hand across the rest of the back and just kind of like heaves him up. So we rewind a little bit. Yes, yes. We have. <laughs> who is currently being escorted through the graveyard by, I'm sorry, it is a cemetery. It is not a graveyard. There is a difference. Uh, There is no church attached. By Eliza, who is skipping and pointing out funny family names as she goes by. Um... What role would it be to see? I'm, I'm guessing she's just genuinely like this. This is this is all like just innocence, right? I would assume it is. Um, roll me 
Uh, to know about clans. Uh, you know what? My cha- my character wants to believe it's innocence. I don't want to roll to to break that nut. My character is going to intentional. Doesn't matter. My character wants to believe it's innocence. That okay. sounds my character legit. has met a vampire that wants to be innocent, and I'm gonna take it. I w- I will allow you to do this. And, and I like how it's mind one hundred percent innocence. I like how it's the vampire met... that's not part of this group that Rahab wants to believe is innocent, but has given up on the rest of us being innocent. Yeah, I've met the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've so... done witchcraft in front of Rahab, so I assume that I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm a lost cause. Rahab's only met Simon once so far. Yes. No, no. It's not that I've given up on the rest of the party. It's just like, I'm finally seeing yep. this. And it's like, you know, I can appreciate what I'm seeing. Um, she doesn't appreciate the rest of us. <laughs> At all. Damn, and here I thought right happens like we were going to be able to bond over sewing. I kind of <laughs> say that with pride, actually. Uh, yeah. Percy's very proud of that. You're not wrong. <laughs> Anyways, um, besides derailing, yes. besides derailing about uh, Rahab's crisis of not belonging Conscious. and finally meeting someone that maybe she can fit in with, um, so we're just sort of casually going through the graveyard, looking at names. Um, hold on. My character has a goal, but also kind of wants just just to wants to get to know her and just to you know kind of get to casual socialization. Okay. Um. So probably for the first couple minutes, just you know, stroll through, look at the names. Um. Maybe after a minute. Um. What. Are, are all the tombstones here written in English, or would they be? Ri- are they are their older ones going to be written in? There are a few written in French. Okay. So, St. Louis number three is relatively new. It'd be mostly English. Mostly there might be English. some French from old families, and then there might be some Latin, just because it's also Catholic. Circle takes the square. Um. So after a little bit, um. We have a look to Eliza, uh, since we were talking about names. So, what about you, Eliza? Is that, was that always your name, or is that new? Um, that's the name Jonathan gave me when he turned me. Do you like the name? I don't mind it. What was your name, though? Anya. It's oh. a lovely name. Thank you. Do you still associate with that name? There are a few human contacts who still know me by that, but unfortunately, Jonathan has not allowed me access to a mobile device or the internet for the five years I've been under him. So 
You think you could look them up, I say, pulling a cell phone out of my pocket? Yes. I hold it up to her and unlock the screen. She will take it and like a drunk person trying to read anything at a bar that's handed to them just and begin typing with one finger very, very quickly. For some reason, all I can imagine is Rahab's home screens just like links to like three different skirt patterns and a blouse pattern. It, yeah, it's a combination of, of various patterns and then various, you know, daily Bible verse apps and that sort of stuff. Uh, there, There's a, a card counting app. The, the I'm ludicrous. not... The ludicrous. players count cards. I'm not joking. Yeah. The thought that came to mind is like there's some... Um, you, you scroll through the pages and there's enough daily... Bible verse apps that if all the stars line up, it'll like you could actually get every verse in the Bible as just a quote from each app. There's, there's a couple of verses in the Bible, <laughs> just a couple, just a few. Oh, no, I mean, like, there's just that many apps. <laughs> there's at least 12 verses in the Bible, <laughs> at well, least 66 books. <laughs> Listen, listen, just because you don't like the number doesn't mean I'm wrong. <laughs> some of the some of those there verses are, are really long. There, there no, there are 12 and a lot more. <laughs> That's Fair. the point being 12 made. 12 plus. Fair. It is a number, at least 12. So Fair. But it's yeah, like saying um, I have I have one finger. This I'm is not untrue. So, but she's uh but she seems to be adept at using the phone. Yeah. Just out of practice. Yeah. <laughs> there, There is a moment about five minutes into texting or whatever she is doing, emailing, where she realizes that that is not how you hold a cell phone and then, like, overcorrects and is typing at full length. <laughs> But uh, after about 10 minutes of just straight texting or she she takes a picture. Like she takes a selfie. Um, and then after about ten, another five minutes, she hands it back to you. Thank you. know that I can't go back to my normal life and I know that we're not supposed to associate with the cattle why not wolves don't walk amongst sheep why do we have to be wolves what are we who decided that we're wolves and they're sheep? They could be chupacabras or they could be goats. 
Don't help Paul Simon. I, I'm also just curious. When does the image of a bloody waterfall appear in her mind? I, I want to be mad at you. I really want to be mad at you for interrupting, but just, just good job. Very good job. I do like the idea that as this conversation about peace of mind and we can be better people are is going on just around this just <laughs> around the crypt. There, there, there's there's three people curb stomping a stake oh. into a person. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the moon is beautiful tonight. Die, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear something? Uh, oh no! I've chosen not to. <laughs> just this eloquent speech about we don't have to be wolves. You just hear the sounds of bone <laughs> crunch and squelching. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I, I'll look at her. Tell me, your sire. What sort of control does he actually have over you? Oh, Jonathan's supposed to be my entire connection to the outside world. Um, what would happen if you just didn't go back with him? Oh, oh, no, 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 that's that's not allowed. That's not allowed at all. That's breaking the rules. You can't break the rules. You break Why the not? rules, you get left for the sun. I would like to... Um, at, as a nurse practitioner, primarily I would do medical, but all nurses are trained in abuse and, and those sorts of things. Can I try to diagnose like what sort of abuse and or potential mental issues she's undergoing right now? Yeah. Give me intelligence and medicine difficulty seven. Cool. Can I spend a willpower on this? Sure. Why not? Cool. How many red flags for a for a designated reporter are being set off? Literally a all lot. of them. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four. Plus a willpower is an automatic success, right? So five successes. The so less warnings, warning, uh, warning sign alarms, and more like. Nuclear nuclear detonation launch codes going off. Yeah, the, this the, is this isn't fair. a red flag. This is a a police siren going off. <laughs> there, yes. There's plenty of red flags missing. This is it. Gen might just Con be because five. there's plenty. There's some red flags missing. It might just be because vampires don't have a proper circulatory system to be bruising, but they're not there. But like, are we at the stage where? I mean, obviously, suggesting she not return is causing mental trauma. Like, what sort of danger points are we at here? Having not been as versed in those procedures, um, I will do my best best to relay where she's at without being insensitive to anybody who's been in the situation. Yeah, obviously. Um, the internet is forever. I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no one here is a trained psychologist. We are simply trying to uh, yes. figure out what stage of 
of is it like gaslighting or is it straight up brainwashing abuse like if you had to guess she is either being this is a very tricky situation because you don't know how the camarilla operates with their fledglings but from a purely assessment standpoint she is she's showing all the classical markings for abuse and brainwashing okay by the description of it she would be so far into it that trying to like force or persuade her yeah, to go out that, will that's be what I'm trying to crisis. I, I have to work myself into her trust zone before yeah. I can work her out of the situation she's in, kind of thing. And that that sentence that she sort of rattled off a few times was very rehearsed. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case. I'm going to kind of back off a little bit. Well, if you ever need an opportunity to express, I am Kaitif. I don't report to any clans. I don't really belong anywhere. No one cares about me, so there's no danger in talking. Well, someone cares about you, otherwise you wouldn't be walking. Or it's the exact opposite, and that's why you're like this. We were told not to judge. Yes. Well, I've learned that people, unfortunately, will fail you. And I've found my own, uh, I've, I've found a different source for comfort, for inspiration. Um, she'll pull out her Bible. Yes. Were you religious in life? No, I was atheist in life. So was I. Death changes perspectives a lot. That is certainly a way to put it, yes. But in the meantime, anything I can do to help? And what's your connection to your sire? Does he actually... Mine only really existed to torment me and remind me of my inadequacies, and uh, I was <sighs> confused and lost at first. But when he finally, when he did let me go shortly after uh, he had had his fun, I was relieved once I got over the confusion. Does he actually speak into your mind, or is it simple? Traditional parent-child relationship. 
It depends on the day. Um, sometimes he will direct messages straightforward. Sometimes he'll speak them out loud. But Jonathan pulled me out of a very dark place. How so? My mother had passed. And then I learned a couple days after being turned, my father died in a car accident the night I was turned. I was ready to end it. The only regret I have is that I left behind a younger sister. But I take it you were looking her up? No, I I can't face her. That's uh, not a touchstone I'm ready to get back involved with just yet. Understood. Letting her deal with her own issues while I went off gallivanting in the night doesn't really... Uh, It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I can't imagine what it does to her or what it would do. It's fair. Besides, it's been five years. I'm sure she's forgotten about me. I understand. I... I take strange solace in the idea that my parents think that I've died and that I don't exist to them. I could have contacted them at any point, but not only, I don't know. There's always an excuse not to. She will nod. But now, unfortunately, all we can do is live with our mistakes and onward and upward, I suppose. Yes. The beast inside is... They talk about it as though it's different than being human, but humans have the same compulsions. Greed, envy, violence. It may be more pronounced... But I'm learning it's just as controllable. You just can't give up hope. It's at this point your phone dings. I suppose my... Uh... Oh, bother. What's the group of vampires? My coterie? Yes, that is... I think they'll be looking for me. They went on to Elysium and I, well, I pull my phone out and look at my texts. Uh, who would have texted Rahab? <laughs> okay, what did Mercy say? <laughs> Got the body, headed out. 
So that's what you have on your uh, on your phone. Well, I hope that it will not be too long before we are able to speak again. It seems to be a uh, pleasant occurrence. Yes. So this one might be a little longer. It appears that and it appears that you the business that your sire had with Simon. Is going to take a while. Give me manipulation subterfuge. I hate using manipulation on this girl. I know. I know. Difficulty. I'm going to difficulty six, base difficulty, simply because technically you are not lying. You are just trying to obfuscate the rest of that sentence. <laughs> yes, it's it's uh, a lie of omission, as it were. Can I spend another willpower? Uh, no, this is a reflex. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, to be entirely fair, Rahab has no idea what Simon's intentions are for his own primary. No, uh, intentionally so. <laughs> However, the word body does not bode well for uh, for Jonathan. One success. That time. Okay. Hmm. Well, usually he would inform me, but I suppose that probably means that Simon has his attention really well. She says, sort of spitting the last word. Can I go for a walk, I say, indicating the New Orleans streets. She'll sort of look back toward the mausoleum where we won't go far. There's so much to see, especially outside of Elysium in the area. She will begin walking with you. Okay. And as you get to the edge of the cemetery, right when you reach public sidewalk, she will turn back and look again. And then almost like she's stepping onto a precarious ledge, will slowly reach one foot out, set it down and pull herself over. I will, at this point, gently take her arm and just, at this point, it's 100% fluff talk. Whatever direction she's in conversation, kind of back to the silly, oh, look at the cemetery, the funny names, that sort of stuff. We're not, I'm not trying to delve any more psychology tonight. Okay. How long are you willing to attempt to distract her? Um, away from the group. As long as she'll let me. You know, hours, whatever. 
Okay. Until you sunrise, will... and then they have to share a mausoleum. She will give you a good 45 minutes, and then we'll say that she needs to go back. Well, because I hope we've... This long with radio silence is bad. I hope everything goes all right. Do you know where maybe I could find you next? Um, well, we go to Elysium nightly. Or we have been as of late, I will say. Within the last month or so, it's been every night. Can I walk you back? Yes, please. All right. I will walk her back to the mausoleum. Um, take a Um, I don't know if I should try to check text the coterie or not. I'm I'm gonna mm, I'm gonna avoid it for now. I'm gonna just follow her. That seems fair. Okay. <laughs> back in the cemetery with yep. the with the the bag bago primogen. Yep, yeah. He can't just, <laughs> as soon as the stake's in, just start walking like someone pick him up if you want to. I honestly don't care at this point. <clears throat> so, Simon, like, having had a stamped hand stomped on from holding the stake, would would have just shifted his hand to pick up Kellerman. Got that, Simon? Yeah. It's about as heavy as some of the larger bolts of fabric. It's not terrible. So, Kat, where are we taking? Where are we taking Kellerman? Uh, probably back to Elysium, or at least once we get in the car. Because I assume that we took a car there because we got there before they did. Yes. Yeah. Once we get in the car, we will notify the prince, but I need to get in very immediate touch with my aunt. And what by if... in touch with, I mean I need to show up on her doorstep and punch her in the face until she tells us what this thing is. Do you you want a ride to do that? Yes. First, I need to find out where she lives. How about I take... Okay. We, we all get in the vehicle. I'll take... Kellerman into the prince, and you two go talk with your aunt. Okay, because so I also tell my assistant. So here's the thing: we're going to need, we're gonna need Guire for this. We are one hundred percent going to need Guire for this because, as I have had a conversation with Guire about, Elena has an Isamite working for her. And that ah. is camera shifts to the northern side of the city. Guire, you pull up on your motorcycle. Um, yep. Around mm-hmm. 
you show up at Fifth Street, park in a small alley, and walk a little bit of the way towards the causeway, and you just start seeing faces you know. Mm-hmm. Just sort of pretending to to be busy or pretending to just sort of be there. People are making, uh, people are doing loops, walking and talking about nothing. Uh, Guire is going to immediately walk up to Destiny. He is currently sitting on top of a uh, currently sitting on top of a U-Haul. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, ten-footers. Guire. Yeah. Uh, she will immediately just sort of step up next to him and like the the like one arm across the shoulder or lean in for a very quiet whisper as she's sort of looking around the area. You're about to see me do some very treasonous shit, and I need you to play up the anger but not actually shoot me when it goes down. All foreplay and none of the release. I got it. That's fine. Because <sighs> I need to keep up appearances of being a double agent. I see you uh, You decided it best to switch to turn coat then. Uh, to be fair, I was never really part of the Camarilla. I suppose you do have a... Uh, Guess you do get a pass then. Either nobody's leaving this thing alive, or if they do, they're leaving it under my power. So you talk to her. I guess I can ask you. Do you know what the hell we're we're stopping? Is there is there a special truck? Is it one of the regulars? They Whatever say- this caravan is, it's carrying their big plan. Okay, uh, that being said, uh, I got one surefire way of making sure I don't get into the city, but I swear to God, it's not going to be good. I think it's either you make sure it doesn't get in the city, or you risk the city not existing anymore. He will give a single sharp whistle and then three gentlemen will just sort of descend upon the U-Haul and just start pulling out duffel bags. If any of them, well, none of them might escape, but if any of them do, it'll look like it's because of me. They're going to expect you to blow up the causeway? No, but I'm going to make a nice show of saving somebody if I, if I need to. Are you 100% sure about this? Do you feel like offering even the slightest chance of an antediluvian waking up? No, but I also don't feel like exposing our presence by blowing up the only, one of the only ways in and out of the city. 
Well, they've been arguing about starting a civil war among the cattle anyway. Seems damn foolish for the ones who've already lived through the first one. But... Let me put it to you this way. I don't think any level of masquerade breach is going to make up for the masquerade breach that comes with the southern half of this country being devoured. There's going to be a lot of fucking paperwork and a lot of... <sighs> if I could get a migraine... Paperwork's better than final death. Paperwork's better than final death. That being said, I got enough C4 here to take you out a small city block. Use it wisely. You want to get the caravan in the blast if you can, otherwise they'll just reroute. That's fair. Mm, shit's about to go down and that's my cue to vanish remember well, try not to hit me we got like two and a half hours till they're supposed to cross the causeway but yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and have uh, a couple of my gang run a few bags of C4 up a couple explosive devices and then we'll uh, go from there as far as anyone knows, I fed them the Keeper of Elysium, so I'd best not be seen in your company for too long. He will reach up, pad your chin, then get running. And she will vanish. Okay. So there's a good half hour, 45 minutes of you just sort of slinking in the shadows in between buildings but still staying in the area and then your phone goes off mm -hmm. which one of you was contacting wire uh probably me phone wire that we have new information that's lovely care to share yes um They are trying to well, this is a bit much to explain. The 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 short of it is um uh they are trying to bring Sybil's father uh across from from they're trying to have him do do Orpheus's walk. You're gonna have to run that one to me in simpler terms. Walk across the underworld. Ah, Greek myth. Okay, yeah, right. And to do that, they are securing something that is simply called the doorway from my aunt. Hmm. 
or my aunt knows where where it is or what are the odds that's this big some... shipment coming in at midnight yeah what's going on with that uh it's about to be real loud in a couple hours okay like how loud like uh reconfiguring architecture loud I don't know that we want to blow up a doorway to the underworld, Guire. Quite frankly, it's either that or potentially let them get their hands on it. So, all right. Please hold for a moment. So hold. Elevator music. <laughs> it's like, what, what's cat's hold music? Um... <laughs> Do you put can can you have hold music on a on a personal phone? No, I don't. Yeah, so. I, I, just no. hold for a moment. Austin's muted, but he said yes, you can. Oh, fair enough. Takes a moment. I'm good. This is fine. I'm good. Click. Guire. What you just asked me. Is do we want to? I and I understand that it's bad, but do we want to potentially supply a doorway to the underworld to the Sabbat, which is bad? It's very, very bad. But from the timing of this and everything. I'm pretty sure they're going to have to sacrifice a large number of very old vampires to do it. And why are you worried about blowing it up if it's going to take, if it's not even powered? Because there's a difference between, mm, there is a difference between opening a door wide enough that A pure force of preternatural, primal, destructive power that can lay waste to a continent comes out. And opening the door enough by destroying something that it can open it up to all the small ghosts that are still going to make it very, very bad for everybody. I don't know this doorway and I don't know what it does, but there is a not zero chance that if you blow up a doorway to the underworld, it will just open it wide for all the ghosts to be able to pass through. And probably if it's a door to oblivion, not the good ghosts. Do you know what they've already got? Do you know... Well, you don't know anything about it, do you? I don't yet. I'm hoping to go get some information from Elena, and I need your help with that, because she might have, and forgive my phrasing on this, it does not reflect on your clan or you in any way, her pet Asamite. I'm in a mood. <laughs> I recommend... That you hold off on that for a bit. 
because regardless of whether or not this detonation needs to go off, this caravan needs to be dealt with because we don't even know if it's carrying the doorway. It could be carrying something else just as dangerous. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. How long do we have? Uh, I've been wandering around for about 45 minutes now. Yeah, so a little under two hours. Uh, Got about an hour and 45. I think I can find her in that amount of time. If you can find her, maybe, but you might not be able to get to her in a reasonable time after that. Oh, we'll see. I have one more phone call I need to make, and I will be able to answer that question for you. Maybe two. Um, Because what she's doing, if I understand this correctly, is not going to go down well with my people some of them it will go down very well with some of them it won't it's complex family I'm sure. things. but I'm pretty sure none of them involve letting the Lissambra antediluvian through I think it's probably about time to talk about the price for my assistance by the way I mean that is fair um, I'm going to need your assistance with something coming up soon. You will happily have it. Involving breaking into a Tremere Chantry. That's all? Okay, good. Yes, yeah, I, uh, yes no problem. <laughs> I was about to say, it doesn't involve X, Y, or Z, does it? But no, that, that, that's fine. Oh, no. Tremere. Um... <laughs> All right. Well, once see again, if you fuck the Tremere. Could you see if you could convince Destiny to obtain to try to 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 retrieve the the whatever is being carried across in a non-explody way? Because even if it's not, even if it's not. Uh, the the doorway to the underworld or blow if blowing up does everything fine that does feel like a choice probably do you one better you are my favorite person right now Amy mean it's not Simon I thought it was Rahab It's never been Simon. (laughs) Or Rahab. Sorry, folks. (laughs) My favorite part for for the eventual uh, podcast version of this is that when Austin said that, he was completely off screen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You do your thing. We'll try to figure out our thing. And hopefully not end life as we know it on this... In this general region. Let's get to work then. Delightful. Click. Uh, and Guire, go ahead. Uh, Guire, Guire would just very quickly text Destiny. Uh, if you can. Try a physical assault before the bombs, but I'm going to try and sneak my way into the convoy and see if I can secure the goods before anything else. You will get back a thumbs up emoji. 
Yeah. And then I'm going to start crossing the causeway. Okay. Okay. So let me just see if I can't. Yeah. So I have a question. Was did Elena have that entire phone call like while traveling in the car? Is that is that, that what we're yes, doing? Yes, yes, that was absolutely in the car in full contact with everybody or full earshot of everybody. She's plastic carrying right now. Oh, so the comment about Simon not being in the favor could have been literally. Uh, <laughs> it could have been, yes. If, if Simon had said, oh, it's not me. <laughs> so, Kat, any pertinent information you'd like to share with the class? Uh, what kind of pertinent information do you need? Did you find um, anything out that we need to know? Yes, they're planning. Uh, uh, Destiny was planning to blow up the 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 truck coming into town. Um, I suggested that was perhaps not the best of ideas. Um, I mean, you heard most of my my, my side of it, but mm -hmm. I decided that I suggested that was not a great idea. Um, Guire says that she's on it. Um, okay, we'll see. It would. I, I have full confidence in her that to to get that handled. Um, and we need to find a traitorous, murderous little bitch. You're gonna be have to be more specific. There's a lot of traitors. My traitorous, traitorous murderous bitch. Oh, <laughs> that yours. Okay, and just sort of shakes the, the body. <laughs> like, no, this one's not. This one hasn't expressed murderous intent. I mean, that is fair. And he's been fairly cordial, so I wouldn't call him a bitch either. So I have to ask, eh. what is the phone call you're making? I am going to be calling whoever I can, the, the literally the highest up person. I have caught, I don't know who that would be. The highest up person within the clan that I have contact information for. That would be your Nona. All righty. I, uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> because, sure, last, final night and all that stuff. But again, I don't think final night includes La Sombra coming out to play. <sighs> Let's bring Nona into this. It's going to be great. Yeah, like a thing of final night. Let's bring Lasombra out to like Lasombra. <laughs> shouldn't include Lasombra coming out to play. Nah, let Lasombra come out to play. We'll just get no calf too. No, no. So in in lore in lore uh, uh, context, uh, the Giovanni just want to open up the doors to 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 the underworld and have everything living on both sides, or a lot of them do. That's great, but not if it also brings Gehenna. That seems right. like a bad idea. Yeah, pretty bad. Like we, Ghosts on Earth, who cares? Gehenna, let's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to be alive to enjoy this. The I mean, twice. Okay. If there were, if there are no ghosts, Mercy would be out of a job. So, there's that. Yeah, there. See, blowing up the causeway and destroying the doorway is a great idea. It just gives Percy more business. 
not if the region doesn't exist. Anyway. The voice that greets you is a familiar one. It's her assistant. Okay. Giovanni Incorporated, how can I assist you? This is Catriona. Um, I need to speak. Oh, God damn it, I need to look up names. Um, uh, I, I am in a shit. Uh, in interest of 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 timeliness. Um, uh, name of character as I look for it desperate. I think it's Liliana. Is that correct? I believe so. I think that's the one. Yes. I need to speak with Liliana at her, at her, uh, as soon as possible. There is a very serious situation. Uh, let me put you on a brief hold. Thank you. And there will be the same hold music from every company. Yep. And that eventual, your call is very important to us. Do you mean the Giovanni's hold music's not something spooky? It it starts with like a a weird brass instrument that sounds like it's trying to imitate like a rising wind. And then it's that same like four beat note on repeat forever. (laughs) And finally, there is a Catriona. And I immediately switched to Italian. I do not speak Italian, but I immediately switched to Italian. Um, no, no, I I apologize for for calling unannounced. Um, we have a situation, uh, and I realize how this is going to immediately start uh, sound as I start this. But if you if you give me a chance to explain. Um, Elena has gone too far. She is, uh, she is working with the Sabbat and that is what it is, but she is working with the Sabbat to open up a doorway to the underworld. So La Sombra can apparently come through. Not for the final night. La Sombra's antediluvian. I don't know if she knows or not. I don't know if she cares, but she is absolutely working with us about we have co- we have confirmation on this from a member of the Camarilla who was playing both sides. Again, obviously Sabat it is what it is, but this is a little beyond that. And I need to find her and I know she's in New Orleans, but I don't know where. Because this thing is possibly going to be within New Orleans within two hours. You know that I am sort of hand-tied, as it were. Of course. However, extenuating circumstances. And she will rattle off an address. Thank you. I will handle it as tactfully as possible. And 
as cordially as possible. Of course. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate your time. You're very welcome. And uh, call more often. Of course. So. And she will traditional yep. Italian goodbye. And yep. then... I do have a question. Are yeah. tactical and cordial the name of Cat's Fists? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're no. specifically etched bullets. You have to be nice when 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 trying to deal within the family. We'll see where it goes from there. But you have to at least say you're gonna try. Right. If Elena does you something, succeed. If, if 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 Elena decides to do the stupid, <laughs> then Elena will get the stupid. When um, stupid play stupid games, when stupid prizes. Yep. So uh Elena will will just rattle off the address. You know where that is? Sure do. I would I would hope so. Yep, it's uh the address she has given you is <laughs> about an hour and fifty-nine minutes away. Uh, oh, it'd be even as, funnier as, if it's like three blocks from as petty a bitch as I would love to be about that. Uh no. Um it is. You act like Mercy wouldn't break some traffic laws to get you there unless Oh yeah. Um <laughs> two hours and fifty-nine minutes. It is how best to describe this. It is on the eastern side of the city. Okay. Sorry, western side of the city. I know my directions. Um the the northwest so side ways the away then. Yeah, it's it's in the northwest side of the city. Um 100 So, not too far from the airport. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The midway point between the causeway and the airport. Mm. So, fairly easily get up on... Yeah, but it's going to be like a... It's going to be a little bit of a drive, not a terrible amount, but... Hey, I got this. Yeah. Say, I am in the perfect car at the moment for this situation. <laughs> and then I will send a text to 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 Guire uh, with the with the address. If you can get there, great. If you are busy with your thing, that's fine. We'll provide you with updates. I will simply, as storyteller, point out that uh, y'all left Rahab. And there's also the question of is Simon actually getting dropped back off at Elysium with Yes. It, yes, yes. No, I absolutely. thought we did that and already. Also, yeah. It, no, it was never that, specific explicitly said that like it was part of the plan to do so while this thing. Yeah. It was like 
Yeah, I, like as I, I assumed, like we had already like. It was talked about so. with the concept of the phone calls, but yeah, also I, believe, I thought I Rahab. I thought Rahab just like went off and like did her own thing anyway. Yeah, she did, but you all still left her there. How long does it take Rahab to realize? I mean, she's got gone. <laughs> That was entirely unintentional on my part because I completely, my brain spaced that because it was focused on panic mode. Um, that said, I also feel like, feel like, cat uh, probably feels the same way. And at some point, it's going to be like, oh, Rahab. Yeah. To be fair, there's going to be the bigger issue. <laughs> Rahab was, to call. Yeah. Rahab was walking. Um, I can't think of her name now. Eliza. Eliza. Eliza, back to the mausoleum where where Jonathan no longer is. Where, yeah, Jonathan and Simon, who he was just talking to, are no longer present. Yep. yep. That sounds like it'll be a Rahab problem. Yep. <laughs> like, that, we do, we were, I, it was not my intention to leave anybody behind. I just genuinely thought she was, like... This is my part of the mission and just like went that way. Oh no, 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 no. Your your Mercy's like thought process is not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so Are we sure about that? <laughs> pulls up to a rather affluent neighborhood. Um suburbs area near shopping districts. And you stop out front of a fairly modern-looking slate-gray home. Three stories. Fairly nice uh, wraparound porch. The only light that is on is the front door light. Like There's a small sconce light beside the door. Like to come with? No, I wouldn't miss this for the world. Good. I could use the I could use the 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 Yes, please come with. The dramatics, the backup, take your pick. I mean you I was trying to stay out of the car when the somebody starts chasing you. I am censoring myself from 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 what my instinctual response would be. And apologizing. You all walk to the... The two of you walk to the front door. Mm-hmm. Do you knock or you just kick that bitch in? Uh, no, I am knocking. I'm, I promise I would be polite about this. That are we will splitting them in four groups the, at this point? The, the, uh, are, yeah. Unfortunately. Though, Bercy does turn to to take it like I can kick it in if you want. No, this is this is the proper way to do it. If there is any resistance, <laughs> then we'll deal with it. Um so the door opens and leaning against the door frame is a tall Middle Eastern man with short cropped dyed red hair 
that sort of comes to a point, just like an inch above his skull. Uh, currently not wearing a top and just wearing black dress pants and a belt. Stay with the cameras for a minute. Oh. Yep. Uh, Austin had to bow out. Yeah. Okay. Is not feeling well, but that is okay. So Jeremy gets us into the last few moments. Yep, 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 yep. Go, uh, 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 keep going. I'm good. I'm, I'm, so I'm fixing the check. He he leans against the doorway. Umara, I assume you up and down. Yes. How do you know? Uh, that is a very long story that I unfortunately do not have a lot of time to discuss at the moment. Is my aunt here? She is. And, uh, what can I, I say to... is the nature of the call. Uh, we tell her that, um, Catriona is here. And that we need to have a conversation about the doorway. And that, and that yes, sorry, go ahead. And that is where we will end for the night. <laughs> hey, Goodbye, hey. everyone. Bye. 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 Adios. Bye.